Hello, I'm Steve Davis. Welcome to this podcast for Australia's National Centre for Vocational Education Research. Apprenticeships have a very long history in Australia, building on the traditions of the medieval guilds. The defining characteristic of apprenticeships is the combination of employment and training, traditionally in the trades. In recent decades, however, spurred by high rates of youth unemployment, traineeships have been developed across a number of sectors. In this podcast, I interviewed Tom Carmel, Managing Director of the National Centre for Vocational Education Research, about the paper Apprenticeships and Traineeships in the Downturn. In this paper, Tom, along with colleague Josie Misko, explores the impact that the global financial crisis has had on this particular branch of education and training. He argues that while all facets of education and training are affected by the state of the economy, apprenticeships and traineeships are potentially more sensitive because they involve employment. Before delving into the data, I asked Tom how he defined and distinguished between apprenticeships and traineeships for the purpose of this paper. Oh, the simplest way of thinking about it is, is an apprentice uh, is somebody in a trade and a trainee is in some other occupation. All right. Well, Tom, if we take the whole branch of education and training as a whole that apprenticeships and traineeships are a part of, did you in fact find evidence of a downturn? Uh, certainly, there's very long history of uh, evidence of, da- of the relationship between what's going on in employment and apprentices, and we we see that right back. And we know that a lot of apprentices work in very cyclical industries. Trainees, we don't have the same historical base, uh, and so we were we were looking very carefully to see what might be going on, uh, and we, and we used a bit of theoretical reasoning to have a think about it and then and then of course we did look at the data in looking at the data was the impact felt evenly across all sectors or were there some exceptions you know certainly we've seen the impact with apprentices in the march quarter this year compared to the march quarter last year apprenticeship commencements are down by 20 percent where there's not really much change in the trainees is there something, though, unexpected or unusual about this current downturn, or is it at heart just one of those economic events that are responsible for making trades, in particular, cyclical in nature? Well, I think that's exactly right. Uh, there's nothing particular about this, this downturn. We saw exactly the same sorts of patterns with the trades as what we have seen on previous downturns. So we see employment numbers go down, and uh, this has a very direct flow on to apprentice commencements. And, and this is one of the issues, that you don't always see the numbers in the, in the numbers in training. It's really the commencements that get hit first. We'll return to the commencements and completions a little later. Just uh, looking at the numbers generally, what was the magnitude of, of change? What, what has the impact been? Is, are we talking issues of points of a percentage or, or whole percentage points or, or tens, twenties, etc.? Well, for the trades, uh, we're talking about a decline of about 20% in the numbers of commencements uh, over the year to March. In looking through some of the tables and the graphs that you have in the report, uh, printing caught my eye in particular. I've noticed that printing in the last decade in particular, that industry has had a lot of technological uh, development. Are you able or were you able to distinguish between the effects of the downturn and the effects of normal technological development impacting the number of commencements in, in certain trades? 
Well, you can you can see that trades like printing are affected by the downturn, but really what dominates uh, what's happened over the last 10, 15 years uh, is the technological change. And so you, so the cycle has an impact, but it really is the long-term structural change that uh, that is leading to declines in the numbers of printing apprentices. Um, I mean, you, you see the opposite in food apprentices, where, again, the uh, cycle makes a difference, but that's against uh, an ever-increasing numbers of food apprentices. Tom, I'd like to return to the issue of commencements and completions because we hear a lot of effort being put into uh, completion and completion rates by government, but you do highlight a lot about uh, commencements in the report. Can you talk to that, the distinction between the two and where you think more emphasis is needed? Well, the commencements are important because that's that's the um, the pipeline for the future. So if we if we're looking at shortages uh, in two or three or four years' time, it's really the commencements now in the trades that that matter. Uh, for completions, uh, of course they matter, but I argue uh, in the paper that there's every reason to think that the completion rates are going to stay up reasonably well, and so that's not as much of a concern. Um, I mean, the point is that. In the popular press, people talk a lot about completions because they do see examples of out-of-trade apprentices where you have an apprentice who's in training who is made redundant. And, and that's a great tragedy for the individual. And, and obviously, we should do, uh, governments need to do uh, whatever they can uh, to, to minimise that. But overall, uh, really, the numbers say that completion rates will probably uh, be maintained, if not go up. And, and the reason for that is is that apprentices fail to complete their apprenticeships for a whole lot of reasons and most of them are to do with personal reasons rather than losing their job and so when times are bad there are fewer opportunities around and so apprentices are more likely to actually stay in the apprenticeship. Um, The other thing that you observe is that employers are actually uh, rather loath to let their apprentices go without them completing their training. So we see evidence that in fact the rate of, of completion that actually quickens up a bit in the downturn uh, as employers make sure that the apprentice finishes before they have to to let them go. Tom, on this issue of completions, did the numbers show a different reality for trainees compared to apprentices? What we found with apprentices is that completion rates have have held up but um, and employers have tried to complete uh, apprentices rather quicker. But the completion rates for trainees have actually increased quite significantly according to our data. So it it does suggest that the alternative occupations that trainees can go into, that the opportunities aren't quite there and that employers are are keeping uh, their trainees on. Did your research uh, uncover any ideas or or create uh, signposts towards uh, methods or, or strategies that could help boost commencements or do we actually have to rely on the economic conditions uh, returning to a favourable state again? Well this is a very interesting point. Um, It it seems to me that if you've got commencements declining you can attempt to do something about it through uh, incentives uh, to employers to increase numbers and this is in fact what the government has done. But the other thing that one could always think about uh, is different sorts of pathways completely uh, so, for example, uh, in Australia in the trades, we've been very loath to think about institutional pathways. And I guess in a downturn, 
uh, it's perhaps it is time to start thinking about those types of uh, alternative pathways. Looking at trainees now, just for a moment, you mentioned in the report they're likely to come through the downturn in a better position than apprentices. What's that optimism based on? Um, well, it's based on, on a couple of things. The first, the first point is that trainees tend to work in occupations which aren't, aren't affected by the downturn uh, as much as, as, as the trades. So there are a lot of service occupations that tend to be rather, rather more resilient. The other point is that the, the cost uh, of uh, hiring a trainee is not the same as hiring an, an apprentice. And in fact, in many cases, trainees are really alternative sources of labour. Uh, and so trainees will be very competitive in the labour market uh, when times are tough. So I think there's good reason to think that the numbers will be maintained. What would you like to see the vet sector, the government and industry do with this research? Are there any uh, obvious gaps between policy and practice on one hand and market realities on the other? Are there some ideas that have risen to the surface? Well, it, it seems to me there, there are a couple of things. There, there is the question about further incentives uh, for employers to take on apprentices and the government has done that and I think perhaps drawing on uh, possibly this work as, uh, as well as other things. Uh, as I said before, I think it's important to to think about alternative pathways uh, for the, for the trainees. And but the other thing is that I think it also refocuses the way we think about the, the trainees. That the original idea of the traineeship was actually a time of very high youth unemployment, and the idea was to provide jobs uh, for young people who were disadvantaged. And I think that's one of the lessons that, that comes out of this, that when times are bad, the traineeship model is very good when you're focusing it on that equity aspect rather than necessarily emphasising the training part of it. Thanks for listening to this podcast produced by the National Centre for Vocational Education Research. To download your copy of Apprenticeships and Traineeships in the Downturn, go to www.ncver.edu.au.